All right. It's that time. It's time for Beyond Sight and Sound. Let's do this. Looking for a high-quality beach and sand scoop? Are you trying to take your hunting to the extreme? How about an American-based company that stands behind their product and everything they sell? Then check out our friends over at Extreme Scoops. John has been making scoops for some time now and makes a quality beach and sand scoop to take your hunting to the next level. Extreme Scoops recently released their new sand shredder that works great in the water and on the beach. And if you're a new Equinox user, you may want to check out his Surfmaster X3 that can trap those small targets you new Equinox users are finding out there. Extreme Scoops company approach is let's do it right. So do it right, buy it once, and go to the extreme. Extremescoops.com That's X-T-R-E-M-E scoops.com Hey boys and girls, we are going to talk about S&W Shooters and Prospectors. What is S&W Shooters and Prospectors? We at S&W Shooters and Prospectors help people find treasure. Did you say treasure? Yes, treasure. Just listen to this amazing review from our happy customer, Jackie Sparrow. Oh, ship shape, and a pleasure to deal with. I was able to buy everything that I needed at prices that were shillings less than others. I found my nine pieces of eight in no time. Savvy? I know you're asking yourself, why should I shop at S&W Shooter and Prospectors? Chuck Smalley has over 45 years of metal detecting experience. He works with each customer one-on-one -on -one to customize their setup to match their skill level. So if you always dreamt of being a pirate, Arr. contact Chuck at S&W Shooter and Prospectors and he'll take a great deal for you. I pass rum, not included. Caution. Please do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter, 
violent binges of cabin fever and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. All right, we're back. We're live once again. You are listening to Beyond Sight and Sound, metal detecting and treasure hunting radio for all the really cool digging people out there. And as I look into the chat, uh... (laughs) Oh boy, (coughs) squirrel. Okay. As I look into the chat, I see the listeners are dropping in. The Bills are in. Jason, Scott McClurry, Frank, Dennis, uh, the Bortners are in. Uh, Celeste. Uh, I don't know. Quite a few people dropping in. For sure, for sure, definitely. Uh, links first and foremost in the chat in the description. Our friends over at Shooters and Prospectors, AIP, Extreme Scoops, Detectives, The Ring Finders, Note the website, Midwest Refineries, Terry Shannon's website, MindLab Manicore update link if you're a Manicore user. Don't forget, those are two separate downloads. You've got one for the machine, one for the headphones. If you're into Facebook, we've got Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound, Metal Detecting Central Illinois, Illinois, Iowa Treasure Hunters, the Relic Hunter Group, uh, the Illinois Metal Detecting Association, and Detect America. If you're on the YouTube side of things, you can catch Crazy Spider Adventures doing a great job with the Manicore Update series. Uh, We've got Quarter Hoarder, Hopper Hoodlum, Ohio Metal Detecting, All Metal Militia, Detect That Outdoors, all on YouTube. And you can catch Frank and Steve and Ronnie, Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern, Multicasting, Facebook, YouTube, Shelly and Dawn, Thursdays. 70 p.m. Eastern with Can You Dig It? Simulcasting, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, and I see that there have been some other people drop in. Obviously, Mike Lock Medicine in the house. Shout out to Mike and Metal Detecting Central Illinois. Actually, big congrats to Mike, too. They just broke 2,000 member milestone. So good job, Mike. And that's that is in a big part due to what you do and the support that you show in the hobby. All right. So tonight, obviously, we've got the thumbnail up. You guys and gals have heard us talking about it for well, you've heard us mentioning it since since uh detecting the heartland and now it's time to start pushing it more. We've got the flyer up on the thumbnail. The flyer was with the post. Uh, we've tagged the Illinois Metal Detecting Association in the post for the show. So there's an easy way to find the group if you are not already a member. I want to say, and I'm sure that uh, John can probably correct me on this if I'm wrong, but they have right around 750 members in the group. Close. I mean, I'm, I'm ballparking. Very close. I'm ballparking. Yeah, very close. Like maybe 746? Yeah, I'm looking right now as you said that. So I believe oh. it's been crazy. Okay. It's been crazy. 
Yeah, I I hear it. It has. It's it's just crazy times for everybody, and these weather patterns are killing us. In Drive my next as life, a bone up here, sir. Right. In my next life, I want to be a meteorologist. That's the best money maker around. Exactly. That's the best I mean, money you could make. You don't, easy. You don't have to be right. Yeah. You don't have to be easy. right. Easy. Like 10% chance, and you won. Either way. Yeah. Better, better chance than Vegas. Mm-hmm. Better odds. Absolutely. Easy money. Whether you're right or you're wrong, you still get paid. And, man... Believe me, you get paid a whole lot more than I do doing this. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but that's that's the way it goes. No big deal there, definitely. It's, uh, it's a labor of love. Surely. And I see that Chuck is in the house as well, and he is definitely looking forward to the Alaska trip, and I hear you are going along, Alan. Yes, I'm planning on it. Yeah, and the way went it the last, went last year too, and it was great. Oh yeah, yeah. The weather has been phenomenal. Usually, fingers crossed. Knock on wood. We hope that it's phenomenal for this trip as well. And it sounds like John's even entertaining the notion of going. Oh, I'm entertaining it. My wife that's just not listening. You know, ah, so that's the issue we're having here. Yeah, yeah, you know. Well, yeah, I know how that can go, definitely. Kind of uh, kind of one of those deals where, hey, I wear the pants around here. She just tells me which ones. <laughs> That's right. I wear the pants. She tells me what pair to put on. That's 100% true. <laughs> oh, but they, oh, yeah. it, it, you know, it's all good. It's all good. Definitely. So... Obviously, last year was the first dig fest. And actually, that was kind of the first club hunt in some time. And we heard nothing but high remarks and praises. And, I mean, really, any anything else that came out of that, you... You couldn't even call it, uh, you know, bad comment or bad connotation or anything like that. Maybe mildly constructive criticism of, is there something we could do different to make it better next year? You know, what's your opinion? Something like that. And and you were able to use some of the attendees as kind of a sounding board for ideas that you may want to incorporate into the next one because you already knew at that point you were having another one and we already know at this point it doesn't stop here exactly at our and, last pod we we did i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt go ahead no go ahead no i was going to say i was just going to agree with you that uh the first hunt which was our inaugural hunt um you know we were really kind of nervous about it you know we're new kids in the game and and uh we were we wanted to make sure everything was perfect at the end it seemed to be that way and at the end uh it was confirmed by we had a little questionnaire at the end of um you know if what did you like what didn't you like what would you change so we actually took those comments and the only comment that we we can't change is uh we had well actually it was two things one was um 
they they felt that one person felt that it took too long, which was uh, 45 minutes, to go through uh, over 79 uh, raffle prizes. He thought we could have done that on a uh, faster at a faster pace. Believe me, that's not too that, long. <laughs> yeah, which I don't know how that's going to work out. And a gentleman's wife called me and was very upset that because in the photos that we posted about uh, the hunt, it, there were some Benjamins shown. And uh, she called very upset that her husband was upset that he didn't find any. So of all the things huh. that we did, if those two little things are, you know, uh, the, the cause of a stir for a person, well, we're sorry. All we could say is that maybe just, you know, dig a little faster, maybe dig the bigger right. tones. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, you know, if, gave, if that's we, all there is, you're doing fine. There was a, a bigger one, which was, okay, so the field, so what we did was we rented this beach. Now, it's Chicago Dig Fest, but it, it takes, you know, it takes place in Wilmette, Illinois. Probably one of the most influential financially, they borrow money to Jeff Bezos type of people. Yeah, so it's, it's a ritzy do, place. Yeah, it's a very ritzy place. And some people had concerns like, oh, they have to drive through downtown or the south side. But honestly, unless you're coming from farther south, you can take another route that takes you around Chicago. It'll only add like 20 minutes to your, to your drive time. But that's the thing. You know, we want to, we want to start at 10. We're out of there no later than 3.20, I think, or 3.15. We, we, we said about 3 o'clock. So I, I think that was plenty of time for people to reroute, you know, take their time getting home. It was, you know, did they make it home nice at a nice time if it's a four hour drive, whatnot? And it was, you know, I mean, we're just trying to get that across. It's not Chicago. You know, we have people right. that messaged Alan and I and, and a couple of the guys on my board. I think you know, that's a big concern. Um, the other right. one was, uh, yeah, so we felt that at that moment uh, when we rented the beach, we rented half the beach. And uh, we felt, um, talking with Chuck and a couple other people, that maybe for the amount of people had, it was too small. So what we did was we uh, we now have the whole entire beach this year. Well, and, and Chuck definitely knows what it's like to have a large number of people on a small area of beach, don't you, Chuck? Yeah, I do. <laughs> but I'll tell yeah. you what. Going back in afterwards, you didn't find nothing. They didn't leave anything. Uh-uh, no. I mean, the horn sounded and the dust settled about 20 minutes later, and you couldn't have found a pull tab out there. You couldn't have found a manhole cover. They picked it clean. Oh, uh, yeah. And, I, you know, uh, we had a, just a club hunt yesterday. At Empire Park. Yeah, Empire Park. We had like 38 people there, maybe, hunting on the second hunt. And we had two and a half plus acres there. Holy cow. Wow. I think they added down to about an acre and three quarters, but yeah. And <clears throat> playroom, stuff was getting found. People were having a good time staying out there because you, you're missing, you know, whatever. And uh, they had a good time. Nice and comfortable, beautiful day. Then there wasn't any rush to it. I mean, it was a good time. But uh, when you got an event like yours that you're hoping to get 150 or more people and kind of a small area, well, they'll clean it up, but 
elbow to elbow, then you start having uh, some issues even with low sensitivity on the machines. They'll cross chatter pretty hard. Oh yeah, oh, sure. when you're crammed in you that know, tight. Yeah, for sure. No, I know, and you know, you know, hindsight, it's the first one, right? So we we felt that. Yep. No, you did a good job. It was possibly it was big enough, and you know what the hell? Let's give it a shot and. We learned from that. We also learned that uh, this year we're also going to be adding Porta Johns, so nobody has to walk that half block to go. Uh, <laughs> there's no trees around. Well, that was a walk. You had to plan yourself because you had a long ways to go. The, the way I under yeah. the way I understand it, though, in in your defense, I mean, that was kind of out of your guys's control because yeah, bathrooms were locked due to remodeling or something. Exactly. Yes, they called me at 6 o'clock that morning to tell me that the bathrooms would not be open. Yeah. So we had no time to react to it. Exactly. So that's a little beyond your control. And just just to state something, after the first hunt, remember, five hours, we did three hunts and a lunch. That's right. After the first hunt, we did expand the field. And we expanded it probably by another seven, eight hundred square feet. Right. You did. Just to make it a little bigger. We did adjust after the first hunt last year. Right. Yes, you did. I'm not just saying you asked my opinion, and that's the only thing I come up with because I of thought course. everything went well. And you had a beautiful table of prizes, and, and sometimes you just can't whiz through that many prizes on the drawing. No, it guys, can't be done. Actually, it was not terribly long i've been to other ones where it drags out a long time oh, oh yes I, yeah yeah i went to one a couple of years ago it was like an almost almost two hours i was i was the guys were starting to fall asleep in their chairs they were tired of detecting and then they just keep listening they just keep <laughs> more and more and more i think chuck you know where i'm talking about but it was yes uh, but you know what though it was fun it was fun it's fun and, you know that's the thing you know people get like all tight it's dude relax it's you know Alan and I were doing it at the same time. I'm like, he would do one as soon as the person would say, that's my number, Alan yep. would kick the next number. You guys moved and, along. I thought you did pretty well with that. But, you know, you just, you're just not going to make everybody 100% happy. And uh, the Well, only that, thing, that is true, The too. only request that I ever saw from anybody last year uh, several times was the uh, warm it up a little bit. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, off the lake. That's it, why it we is moved cold. it up to a week and a half this year, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's another thing, too. Uh, I think John had, had actually pointed out, you know, it, it it's called Chicago Dig Fest, but that's because if you call it We Met Dig Fest or whatever, you know, people are going to go, what, who, where? Right. Yeah, exactly. I know a bunch of us that we're there, and Frank Juarez, he, he's coming with me. We're going to do the same thing. We'll come up the night before, get set up, and hang out, and have a good time with you guys. And and oh, I sure. told uh, Alan I've got a detector for him, and uh, we'll have some fun. Ooh. What about for the what about for the hunt, though? You got That's for the hunt. For Alan. What a, oh, oh, I thought it was for Alan, Alan. No, no, no. no, no, no. I know what you're talking I know, I know, I know. I'm messing with you. I know, anyway, yeah, Alan's got plenty of detectors. He just needs to buy the right ones. Well, he's he's, he's right doing one. pretty good getting a hold of them, I think. 
I think he's doing oh. very well getting a hold of them. So what? What? Yeah. Where are you at? Are you starting to get some some people getting on board with you? Right. How many well, more it, people it, do we need for the gold coin? Oof. For the gold coin. Well, yeah, tough question that, that, right that, off the bat. Yeah, well, you have to have the you have to have the correct uh, raffle ticket for that one. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as uh, where we're at, so we hit pretty hard. We got hit pretty good. Like the first couple days, I think we got like uh, twenty seven or thirty, and then and then they started trickling in. And uh, I I don't know I don't know uh, where we're at right now. I know we have eight children. Uh, oh, good. We have. Uh, yeah, and one of them is our special guest, Evie, from Detecting the Heartland. She's going to stop nice. by and oh, give nice. those kids a little a little what to. Yeah, show them how to do it. Um, we have a lot of returning children, a lot of returning children uh, for the kids hunt, and we have uh, a few uh, returning from uh, last year's hunt. So we're going to send out. Our, our plan is to send out a little bit more uh, information to those who may not have heard about it. Uh, for this year we're going to send out some emails and also i'll be honest we didn't really uh i didn't really travel to a lot of the clubs that i did last year to promote uh so we're going to be doing that also again but we're, we're a couple shy we're about 40 shy i'll be honest it's it's rough you know and uh with the time with the amount of oh i hope so i hope so chuck it will I hope so, yep. because we, you know, we always see you know, as it gets closer to the event, the more hectic it gets, the more people showing interest, things like you're, you're that. You're out there a little bit, yeah. Hey, we're in July, right? Well, yeah, right. But you have to look at, and you know, Chuck, and I'm sure, uh, I'm sure you know as well that uh, you, when you're when you're throwing, you have to. It's hard to look ahead and play, you know, plan forward, and then you're guessing, right? So it's like, oh my gosh. It's, you know what's going on, and you got a pre-plan, right? And you as you want you want to make it the best that you can. At least we do, and I'm sure everybody else does, right? Oh yeah, make it the best you can. Make it a lot of fun. Uh, people, you want the people to enjoy themselves. You want them to find some nice stuff, and right. then you get kicked in the shins with with the price of silver. Now it's like, what the hell? Now it's going down, which is great. Oh, yeah, we got murdered in the beginning. Oh my God, did we get murdered? We got murdered. Yeah. And we still have more silver. You were looking right at the time it was kind of spiking, and now you're hitting off, you know, the downspin on it a little bit. So maybe that'll help you out because they they picked up a bunch of silver for the hunt there yesterday, and and they did pretty good at the pricing. So it's dropping. Good. Good. Yeah, I, I know. We still I know have it. more to get. Yeah. Right, we're, yeah. We're still buying, right? For sure. Good point, Alan. But we're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of cool stuff out there, and we're not trying to make it like we did um, last year, uh, where everything was just you know, silver is our thing. We we want to keep it silver, right? But it yep. does get expensive, and with this price of the sure silver, does. yeah. And you know, and and nothing taking nothing away from any other hunt that I've been to, and I've been to many, so I'm not just thinking about one. Um, you know, we're going to throw some clad in. So this year, Alan, why don't you tell them about uh, the hunts that uh, we decided to do for our first hunt, what that first hunt is. Well, our coolest hunt is going to be called 100 Years in the Sand. Oh, yeah. What that means is every single coin 
in this hunt will be over 100 years old. No oh, cool. About your um, age, huh? Well, I've yet to see. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Mine or your age. Um, <laughs> nice recovery. Right back at you, Chuck. <laughs> but I haven't seen anybody else do that yet. That every single thing oh, in that hunt is going to be over 100 years old. Yeah, and I thought right. that so was a very cool idea. I mean, now granted that that means that there could be wheat pennies out there, but still, well, there are every coin the, there will is be at least a hundred years old. Hey, V nickels, but some of these O nickels, yeah. yes, yes. Now we'll we, have V nickels. We'll have large cents. Any coin, um, any coin that's a hundred years old or older will be in the ground. With you know, yeah. within reason, we're not going to do any flowing errors or anything like that. Uh, but so these wheat pennies, right? That seems to be a big thing uh, with some of the guys on the staff. But what we determined was, you know, everybody collects differently, right? So yes. what one guy doesn't Absolutely. like the wheat penny, some other guy likes the wheat penny. Yeah. So what we're doing is we're putting the wheat pennies in, and I forget the year. Um, there's some of them that are worth like five to seven cents for a penny now. I'm not a dummy. I'm stupid, but I'm not dumb. But if you want to give me seven cents <laughs> for a penny, you, I'll take that all day long. If you want to give me a nickel for a penny, I'll take that all day long. So, th- you know, we're trying to be, uh, we're, we're trying to be uh, accommodating to all those we detect, right? I mean, everybody likes silver. Some people like rings. Some people don't have a chance to go down south. So, you know, we get the Indian heads, like you said, all that stuff. But the weenies is the big thing. Now, um, we're going to have, of course, other stuff and we're going to have a ton of tokens, just like it says on the, on the flyer. Um, but I just want to let people know that in advance. I don't want them to come out there thinking that it's going to be, you know, silver in the sand or something all day long. Right. But you at know, the same uh, time, you're not just going to go out there and dig clad pennies all day long either. Oh, no, no, Correct. no, no. There won't be any clad Correct. pennies. Right. No, not, not, no, not at all. No. 19, yeah, no. 1923 and before. That's what we're having in yeah. the ground. And I and thought that, was, that was a very cool idea. I do, too. I like that. I, you know, so when, do I. When we were doing hunts years ago, I always pushed to get V-nickels and buffs and Indian head pennies and some of that stuff out there other than, you know, a bunch of clad and then some silver mixed in because... I don't know anybody that doesn't like to dig up an Indian head. Right. And some of these coins that, that they're mentioning, you know, some people just, they don't find them in their area. Or they, they're they new enough to the hobby. They haven't ran across one, oh, yet. one yet. So right. this is a great opportunity. Yeah. Right. I like the large, I, you know, we, picked, we picked up a lot of large sets. I have never dug a large set digging, ever. What? Wow. And, and and I thought I Chuck said you had been detecting set. like 120 years, and you ain't found a, a large set. At least, wow! I've never found the large. Hey, Alan, I've got I've got a bucket lister I've never dug, and that's a half cent. Okay, I've never found a half cent. Um, no, they're you know, be, I'm turned out you that way. I've been. What'd you say, John? No, I was just going to say that. I'm just going to tell a little secret. Alan has a lot of money under his mattress. So he may not have dug one, but he has a bunch. (laughs) (laughs) Just like me. (laughs) Just like me. 
Yeah. Well, well you I know. Had a, oh my gosh. I had a I had a customer yesterday drive over. He's never done a seated hunt. He did never ever. He's he's been detecting three years, and he upgraded to uh, an Equinox. And he picked it up, and I showed him how to run it. And he's talking with Dennis Gretencord and the guys from IBHRA. And he's out of their area, and we're encouraging him to join. And uh, over there in Peru with those guys, and he wants to learn more about it, but he was embarrassed by what he finds. Well, I asked him, what are you finding? Oh, he said, I found a few large cents and two-cent pieces. I said, dude, <laughs> dude, how many? And then wow. I heard him talking with Dennis, and he was telling him how many large cents he's already found in a couple of years, and there's guys that have never found them. Right, but he's embarrassed about what he finds. Embarrassed about that, and I said, dude, where are you hunting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of I, I'm not talking one or two. I'm talking like... I think I heard him say over a dozen in a year and a half. Wow. wow. I'd love to see what That's he huge. finds that he's proud of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if those and, are embarrassing. Uh, so I think he's joining their club over there, and that's good. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, very good. Another, another happy using, addition to the family AT there. Pro and he wanted to get into the uh, Mind Lab series, Equinoxes. Oh. And. Uh, Come to the dark side. Yep, he did. <laughs> there you go. Nothing. Okay, wrong now with the that. other hunt. Just the other hunt since we got a little off talk. Oh yeah, the first one was hundred years in the sand. The next hunt is your five and dime hunt. It's all war nickels and silver dimes. And I don't know. Are we having buffaloes in that one too? And Venus, yeah. I don't remember, John. Yes. Okay. Yes, we are. I'm not so seeing a downside here. Nickels and dimes. I'm not seeing yeah, a downside. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah it's just nickels and dimes, but it's more nickels and older and silver dimes. And yeah. then the last main hunt is where you're getting the half dollars, you're getting... Um, we call um, it the U.S. There's tokens everything. in all three hunts, and more silver yes. dimes. Yep. I think we're totaling. I think it's three thousand silver dimes. In Ooh, the yeah, our, our total our total coin count is just shot to like fifty six hundred odds for Good. coins Target. in the ground. Yeah, targets. Yeah, it, and now what's your like, target for people coming right now? Well, you know, you always shoot high, and then you take yes. the chicken in the knee later. So we're looking at one fifty. Uh, it's going to be rough. I know it's going to be rough on our two. But, you know, as a, as a, uh, a municipal worker uh, and uh, myself as being military, and I'm sure other guys that know, you get out what you can before the fire sets in, right? So if we get one and a quarter, I'll be happy. You know, if we get 100, I'll be happy. If we get 100 hey, and a quarter, I'll be happy. Last time, what did we have there? 100 and 124. What was it? Gosh, 20? 124. 124. And so, really, for yeah. for your inaugural hunt, that's a very respectable number, right? Yep, I I I think so too. I was very I was very uh, happy. The word's out that you did a good hunt. That's that's a big thing. Yeah, exactly. And, you guys yeah. did things well. There was a lot of high remarks about it, and people were talking. I mean, because yep. I told you guys last year, hey, we'll we'll 
help you promote it and everything. If you guys do well with it and and everything goes well, and I'll hear about it, then we'll we'll, well you'll stick, hear about it either way. We'll You're stick like with it. <laughs> we'll stick <laughs> with it, and we'll continue promoting. And it did. Everything went, you know, practically flawlessly. And to hear that many high praises on your first hunt, you're doing good. You guys are doing something right. And that's the direction you need to keep going. I thought our biggest thing is we stayed on our time frame for every single hunt. None of the hunts started late. That's, I think that's pretty huge for for three hunts. Yeah, you, you were, you did a good job. I, I mean, you guys did a good job. And uh, that was a lot of fun, and uh, it was organized. That's another thing. It wasn't scattered, and, you know, that, that's what the, the time frames were kept, and you did a good job on everything. So, uh, And you guys even had security on premises. Yep. Yeah. Yes, we did. And that, and that wasn't because of the neighborhood or whatever. It's because every once in a while you get that jerk off, you know, Right. I, yeah. I, I'm a pompous. I live in the neighborhood. I'm a pompous resident. You know, these houses are. I think one of them. The guy just bought one for three point six. His wife wanted a yard. Well, wait, real quick. His wife wanted a yard, so he went to the he went to Wilmette and asked them to buy the park next door. They said no. So the guy next to the park, two years later, was selling his house, bought that house for two point uh, three point eight. Went back to the city and said if i move the park to that lot and tear that house down and make it that the park is nice can we now buy this park so it could be a side yard and they said yes so wow those are the people that that were dealing it was in the paper so i mean it's if you guys don't look it up wow those are the people that we deal with so the whole point of having the security was because you'll get people that'll walk in and on our field Right. So we needed somebody there that was is is a police officer that can do what he needs to do while we continue to take care of our guests, right? Right. So there's nothing worse than getting an argument, three people get an yeah. argument, one person because it's an ass. That way there's no confrontation or anything. Correct. So this year we're also having security. So if you hear that, it's not because it's forty five minute drive from Chicago and this posh neighborhood it's because we're having the whole beach and what alan did was come up with a great idea so we still want the people the residents to be able to have access so last year um we had there was like a little dividing like a a lifeguard stand so we're going to use the left side of the stand for the people to walk in and the right side is going to be taped off so they're going to be able to walk along the fence line so they get to the uh, wet part of, of the shoreline and then they could have they could do whatever they want. This way, they're off of our off of our field, and they could do what they got to do. We could do what we have to do. And honestly, we don't even have to do that, but we are well, because that's you, you guys. Other like than be watching guys go down there and go out swimming. At, I don't know what the temperature was in the morning, and they had their wetsuit on to come up and chat with us a couple of times. I'm standing there, I'm shaking, looking at them shaking out of that water in Lake <laughs> Michigan. Oh, God, right. yes. There were like eight of them yeah. that were swimming. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was crazy. Yeah. That just, that was crazy. Those guys, ooh. So it, it is a posh neighborhood, but it does have feet. some penguin wildlife. Yes, it does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. 
Oh, <laughs> man, it was crazy. So I also want to uh, – Scott uh, uh, Scott McClory, he uh, – I'm sure he'll he be there. last year, too. Oh, I know he's going to. But, you know, he did a he, – he really – he did me a big, huge favor. I mean, Alan was running around. He was running around. I had my wife. He was going nuts. I had my daughter-in-law. And my daughter was taking photos, and Scott saw me, this big, fat, dango, Lithuanian guy, hungry. And he's like, dude, go get a piece of chicken. He stepped in, and he, he took over that kid's hunt for me, which I thought was just an awesome thing. Well, and, that was and, and that's the way Scott is. I mean, he's, he's a good guy like that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Good people. So I, I told him thank you. He was you also then, handing out the bags and the hats, too, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Yes, nice. he, was. he was. Yeah, so was um, Chester uh, from IVHRA. He was helping out. Um, There's a couple people doing uh, doing uh, and stuff, and they just stepped up. They saw we needed help with certain, like, little things, and it was great. So they didn't get a discount on their ticket, but I'm sure they had a good time. Plus, they, right, they all, but, everybody but they were willing chicken. to step in and help where need be. Oh sure, sure, yeah, for sure, yeah, and we made sure some of those those people went some. Everybody went home with leftovers. We had so much pop. We had Popeyes chicken, and they sponsored us. And oh, holy good. cow, did wow. they give us! Oh my God, did they give us food? So uh, they're going to sponsor us again this year, Alan? Is that right? Yes, yes. Very cool. Well done. Yeah. So uh, last not... year we charged, I think it was six dollars for lunch. This year it's included. Right. So that's that's the increase in the in the pay and what it costs to do the hunt. It, that's all it really was for because, of course, you know, we want to break even. We're not really in, interested in making all that money. It's just, you know, we want the club to break even. So right. a lot of people a lot of people didn't want to eat it, and that was okay. You know, they, some people took it home. Some people took it for the ride home. I think Frank had some, didn't he, Chuck? Take some for the ride home? Yes. I did. Yeah. Did he feed you <laughs> while you were driving? Did he feed What's you that? while you were driving? Did he feed you pieces of chicken while you were driving and then, well, and then take the napkin yeah. and gently dab up your under lip? Yeah, it was good. That that was a good lunch. I mean <laughs> man. That was that was hands down, you know, a lot of A lot of the places, okay. you know, they have a potluck lunch. We do here. Some have, uh, like you guys, but, you know, it's pretty good stuff when you got that chicken was wonderful. I'll bet it was. Yeah, it was very good. It was, and it was hot. I yep, can't believe how it hot was. we got it. It was very hot, yeah. So it's not like it sat around for a while. It was fresh. Oh, no. Oh, no. He delivered it it right at lunchtime. Yes, he did. The guy with the Popeye's truck delivered it right at lunchtime. Wow. 10, 15 minutes before we served. Well, you can't beat that for timing. No, that was everything everything clicked. I mean, you guys did a good job. Um, You're on time with your hunts, and there was... It just went well. And that's that's the hard thing sometimes. I mean, you can have a plan and you can have an itinerary 
but getting everything to coordinate and fall into place like you want it to, that's tough. Yes, it is. Well, I, I, I give that, yeah, it is very, but I'm going to give, again, the, the credit to Alan, Steve, and my wife. No, I know I did good, and nobody has to tell me. But I mean, <laughs> but no, Alan, Alan, Steve Crudwell, and my wife, and my, oh, my daughter-in-law also, who's running that table with my wife, really busted butt that day. Yes, they did. They really did. They really did. Yeah, yep. it, it makes Sorry. it a hectic day for everybody, and, and it's, it's uh, good that you, you mentioned that, too, because a lot of times people... People that attend these hunts, they they come, they enjoy the day, they pack up the car, they leave, and that's that's it. And nobody, a lot of times, do people even stop to think about everyone that worked together behind the scenes to pull that off. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it, I had it, a it's a year. It really does to get it all pulled together and get everybody going in the same direction the day that you get there. They they understand where they're going to be, and your gals behind the table and people did a wonderful job. Uh, registration is one of the hardest things to maintain and do, and they did great. Yeah, we had a we had one or two red leggers that tried to get it, Alan. And yeah. They caught them. Yeah, yes, we call them red leggers. Yeah, they tried to get okay. in. Oh, we had our ticket. No, sorry, because. You know, when you pay, you pay PayPal, so I can go on PayPal. So my wife mm-hmm. would call me and say, this guy doesn't have a ticket. Could you check? And I just scroll through my, I type the name in. It wasn't there. You didn't pay. Sorry, you got to go. Right. That's the way and you do it. We also have another one for the raffle table for this year. We're raffling off a $10 gold coin. Ooh. Ooh, the gold coin. Yep. Yeah. She's pretty always people happy. I'll tell you the two two best things at a hunt is you got a gold coin somehow in the mix, raffle, however, and then silver dollars. Yeah. And even yesterday I booted up uh, they had a token out. We gave them let's see, three what did we give out? Three Morgans and a piece? No. Two Morgans a piece and a pretty nice barber half. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, very nice. No well, they bad. had silver dimes and quarters in the field and Sacagawea or gold dollars and tokens and all kinds of stuff, and it was a lot of fun. Folks found some oddball stuff that was put out there, and that was done on purpose. And I'm sure there was some well, nice sure. natural finds, too. Yep. There were. And if memory serves me correctly, there was a very nice natural find made last year at DigFest. Yep. Yes, there was. Oh, the diamond ring. The diamond ring. Uh-huh. Yeah, that guy was... Go ahead, I'm sorry. In a neighborhood like that, let's face it, they don't drop costume jewelry. <laughs> no. But, you know, since you brought that up, I forgot the men's, the gentleman's name who found it. But here, here's, here's something to go with that story. So our last hunt was our May hunt, the last one we just did. Uh-huh. And we're at the beach. And one of the guys, 
I forget the name of the detector, but it, it kind of looks like a dividing rod and you got, and it can't be breezy. You have to walk too low and it kind of tells you where gold is. Chuck, help me out with this one. Yeah. It looks like, it looks like a meter. Like it looks like a taser gun from Star Trek. Yes. And they're, they're called long range detectors. Yeah. Long range locators. Okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure of the name. So one of our members has that. And he go and he's showing somebody. He goes, "Oh, there's gold over there. It's about so many feet out, out from here." So one of our new members comes up and says, "Hey, can we detect?" I was like, "Yeah, you can go detect wherever you want." And so, as a matter of fact, and I pointed to the I'm not going to say his name, but I pointed to the guy who had the detector, and I go, "He said there's gold over there, about you know 30 yards out or whatever." It came up on the detector, but he didn't dig it. The guy goes out there and he got it. He got himself a quarter carat diamond ring. Sweet. Nice. Swear swear to God. He came back, and I don't know. There's so many, uh, God, there's so many ways I could say this. Happier than Michael Jackson at a Boy Scout camp. He was ecstatic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes. (laughs) He was so beside himself. I, I think everything he found, he didn't care the rest of the day. Right, yeah. I mean, he's already on cloud nine. Everything else is just gravy. He's already having a great day. Yeah, that that beach, and Alan can attest to this, that beach throws off a lot of natural stuff. And well, a lot I've of nice a, natural I've, stuff. I've seen a 10-carat, I've seen a 10-carat, uh, uh, a tennis bracelet found on that beach. <sighs> wow. Nice. That's nice stuff, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's one to toss know. in the pouch and, and call it a day. Out there getting over stuff. Something good's going to roll up other than what you put out there. Oh, and you know. Where yeah. that was found was in our where our field was for this last hunt. It was wow. in that field, but it was the year before at our, one of our club hunts. Well, wow. Nice. Nice. That, so I'm looking forward to it. That's a heck of a find. Frank Juarez is, and Dennis is on there. I'm sure he'll be there, and maybe oh, the partners. I don't know if they'll come up. Well, they uh, they do seem to like their their group hunts anymore. They have a blast with them, so it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I met them at the uh, Central Illinois hunt, and uh, what a what a family, what a, what a couple they are. Yes, they're nice. Folks. Very nice people. Very very nice people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very nice people. Good friends. Yep. For sure. And I know that uh, they do seem to like to hit their share of group hunts when they can, so it would not surprise me if, if they try to attend. Yeah, they said there's the, they're doing one, I think it was New Jersey or something, and they weren't ah. sure if they were going to be able to... I may even go do the Field of Dreams one. No, I'm only kidding. I wouldn't do that. But yeah, yeah. it's the same day as ours. Yeah. But yeah, they're, no, they were talking about going to New Jersey, possibly, or something like that, or it's a week or so before our, or after ours. So I'm like, hey, that's in route, man. You got to go past us to get there. Might as well stop in. Well, yep. Yeah. Oh, Dennis says he's in. Yeah, Dennis says he's in. Good. Nice. Good, Dennis. I'm glad. Nice. I'm glad you and Shannon are coming. Yeah, Dennis is in. Well, can't nice. beat that then. 
Not no. at all. And, I mean, sometimes, especially anymore, these hunts are kind of stacked on top of one another. So it's it's tough sometimes for people to choose because we, I mean, we'd all love to make every one of them we can, but that's it's Oh, God it's knows I to. do. It is definitely no, tough to. Yeah, if I well, can give it to my wife for the last three, four years. And you guys is, and of course, I and I, and DTH, and and uh, I'll throw another one here and there because sometimes time allotment's a big thing too. Right. And, uh, yeah, scheduling hunts out there. I I still like to get down to that one. At, what they call that? Kadoha down south. Yep. Oh, yeah, Treasure Fest. Yeah. 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 Yes. That. Yeah. For sure. Now, did you see? Um, I'm not trying to get off of, of ours, but you know, it's it's all about everybody having a good time. There's, yeah. I think they're sold out. I'm not sure. It's the uh, the Show Me uh, one down in Greenville, uh, Missouri. They're having one down there. It's uh, supposed to be dynamite. It's uh, uh, yeah. Uh, you guys actually this is have a hunt too, and you guys actually have a ticket to give away for that, don't you? Yes, we yes, do. We That's going to be at our hunt. Also. Yeah, at, at your hunt. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Cool. I just got a message that says uh, Hoarder Hoarder and Dog Tag Doug will be attending DTH uh, after a uh, hunt after our hunt. What? I'm listening to the show. I was talking to Quarter Hoarder and Dog Tag Doug at the DTH hunt and after the hunt, and they said they're going to be coming to Dig Fest. Very cool. Very nice. That's good. Good to hear. Nice. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. I had to reread that because, you know, my glasses and I'm old. Uh, <laughs> but that hunt is going to be, that hunt's going to be awesome, man. It, it's on our page. If you guys don't know which one I'm talking about, not to get off of our hunt, but if you go to uh, Illinois Metal Detecting Association, it's, uh, I think it's in one of the featured uh, sex posts, or you could just scroll. You'll see that, uh, you'll, you'll see that the tickets in there and it tells you, everything about it and i believe i posted a um description of everything that's going on with that hunt and it's amazing it's i can't wait to go i bought when i found out about it he asked if he could post it on our hunt on our his hunt on our page i'm like absolutely and then after i read it before i allowed it to go through i, I called him back and i was like take my money well, gentlemen, I just got paged out, so you guys all have a great one. I'll talk to you later. Stay safe, Chuck. I will. Have all a right, great Chuck, night. Take care. Take care, Chuck. All right, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. And with that being a featured post on the Illinois Metal Detecting Association group page, they can also find the flyer for DigFest 2 there as well and they can also find it as a featured post in the metal detecting beyond sight and sound group too yeah yeah again i wasn't trying to get off of ours but i was just saying that you know we were talking about going to different hunts and but yeah right. that's uh, well the, and, the, yeah. and like you said uh a couple of epi- couple of episodes back when you had called in you know it's we're a big community it's it's a big family yes for sure for sure, you know, and I got to know uh, Brett and this. They're a great bunch of guys. They're a great bunch of guys. Although, it just, 
I don't understand why, but they happened to do it during the lunar eclipse this uh, next year in April. So good luck getting the whole. I just looked. Oh, the solar eclipse. Oh my, yeah. Oh yeah, solar eclipse. Whatever. All right, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have to cut off because I gotta deliver something that's on top of tied on top of my car. Oh my. Okay. Another yeah. body. Well, yeah. No, it's a mattress. Set. Be be careful with that, Alan. All right. I'm sorry, but I got to run. That's fine. We'll talk to you guys later. Right. All right, Alan. All right. Take care. You too. Wow. Uh, I don't know. They're falling Hope, off. Hopefully, yeah, falling off. hopefully it's just a mattress because I'm I'm pretty sure that. Uh, <laughs> Pretty sure you're not supposed to haul people up there. There's laws against that in most states. That's why you roll them in a rug. That's right. But we yeah, can't give away yeah. all the secrets. No, 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 we can't. No, we can't. <laughs> so, so yeah, let's go ahead. I'm with sorry. with all of the silver that you guys have going in, because this, this is a number of targets being seeded into the ground. Into the beach. Yes. Who who has to do all that work lugging all of that stuff from the vehicle to the beach? Um, well, luckily we could drive up to the to, to the area we need to do it. But we have a gentleman in our club. His name is Steve Cronwell, and he is my assets guy. He handles everything, every anything, prizes and silver. He has two massive safes. Uh, in his uh, basement and uh, when we we go we go buy stuff together i'm with him every time we go out for silver or anything we do it together um al and i when we go out for certain uh prizes or whatever we go together unless one of us can't then we just step in you know and help each other out with that but steve does a lot of counting steve does a lot of counting he puts everything like so we're, we're last year we did four quadrants and we, we have these really nice nine millimeter gauge, uh, zip tie, ba- zip lock baggies and we fill them four and it's all equal. And so we make sure every quadrant of that field gets the same amount of everything. And that's what he does. He loves it. Wow. He loves it. Yeah. And this year we're going to have <coughs> six or eight quadrants. So he'll be doing a lot of, uh, a lot of work there doing that but i'll be at his house i'll be helping him out as well so not only he's he's, so not only is this a seated hunt where like a lot of times when some seated hunts that you see certain spots seem to be a little uh a little more target rich than others i guess we'll say where this sounds like this is all very evenly seated it is i will guarantee it as a matter of fact the four guys that seated, Steve being one of them, um, there was a gentleman, Tommy, Gene, and then Alan stepped in for this gentleman, John, who was taking forever. Uh, he was like molasses on a cold winter's day. So when they go out, Tommy would walk east and west, and he was told be anywhere between five and seven steps. But listen in, if you're coming to the hunt, anywhere between five and seven steps, you're going to find another target. This way, it's evenly spread out, and then whatever's left over at the end, you can walk out and just pepper. 
So we're trying to make it that everybody has an equal chance of finding something. That that's our key. That's our goal. But like the gentleman who was digging, I think he made it to like uh, the third layer of the Earth's crust um, <laughs> because he, he was digging for a signal that we kept telling him it's no more than an inch and a half. If anything, if somebody stepped on it, that's as deep it's going to go. Right. This People have got to remember forever. this is a seated hunt. These targets are going to be shallow. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, and there's a, there's, well, he came to me and he was like, Hey, you know, I go, how'd you ask everybody, everybody that came off that field, even if you were walking past me, I, I like popped your shirt or tapped you. How'd you do? How'd you do? How'd you do? Good, 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 good. One guy's like, Hey, I, uh, I, I just, you know, I didn't find much. And I said, he goes, I don't think it was fair. And I go, hold on a second. And I know one of the gentlemen that were there, he's a speed hunter. Okay. He goes uh-huh. after them high. He goes after those high tones or those, uh, those larger tones, right? Like the half dollars. Right. This he, guy he's had a running box. through there cherry picking. Yes. He has, he had his Garrett box, the, the side that is hollow. Uh huh. It was full. It was full of quarters and halves. The other side, wow, maybe a handful. And Nick goes, this guy was loaded, and he's like, you know, and I, I told him, you got, you got to go out there and you hit it, hit it and go, walk and scoop, man. I mean, it's not like you're, you know, you don't have a shovel, you have a back hole, and that's what he did. He kept telling the guy, just go out there and stick and move, stick and move, go for the bigger targets first, then come back for the smaller ones. Yep. Second honey did pretty well. Nice. That worked out well for him then, a little bit of advice, and, and hopefully for those listening that will uh, hopefully be attending, they've, they've picked up on the little hints of five to seven feet and no digging on the beach trying to unearth the Titanic. No, it's five to seven steps. Or, yeah, five to seven steps, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know. It just and it, let's say you do that. If there's not one there, that means either you're going too slow or somebody got it before you did. I mean, I'm, honestly, though, we we have it out. Gosh, we have every, before every hunt. So hunt one, we had hunt two, hunt two's bags out, and people thought they were raffle prizes. Like, no, we're showing you the four bags, and it says quadrant one, Q two, Q three, Q four, and and. They were like, oh, wow, they've never seen that before. And then I have my guys already out there in the field doing for uh, for the first time. So we let everybody see what's going on. Oh, in. that's very cool. Matter- so people can, like, walk by the table and they actually see what is earmarked to be seated. Yes. Yes. And that- you'll see everything that's in there. You'll even see tokens. You'll see, every- you'll see it all. You'll see everything. Bullets, Roman coins. We're going to wow. have all that stuff. Everything's going to be in there. You can see everything. It's great. That's nice. I I like that idea because it it's like total transparency. You know, they yeah. they walk by, they get to see it instead of you know not not mentioning any names or anything. But there have been some seated hunts that go on that people claim there is a certain dollar amount of silver in the ground. And you can just tell when when you get there and you see what people are finding that there's nowhere near that tune. 
of what was supposedly oh. in the ground. And, Agreed. You know, some people some people fall for it, but for mm-hmm. you guys to actually have that setting out on a table so people can see it, hey, this is what's going in the ground for the next hunt. I, that's got to get them excited. It did. It, it, it does. And uh, Alan, if he was on, when Alan had stepped in to see the second hunt, uh, he was walking between the uh, the other side of the flags on the field, and he's showing. He was just showing the people. He said, "This is going on this quadrant here. The quadrant is from the light pole to the which is the middle, and then from like you know this quarter of the field." And he did, and they watched him, and he, they're like, "Oh, we're going to watch you," and you know, where you're right. going to put it in the sand. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> yeah, they exactly. Were, they were like, are you? Yeah, but they didn't believe. They were like, are you serious? They were like, yeah, it's always on the table. So that third hunt, after after the second hunt, after lunch, we had people coming to the table, and they were like, holy cow. Because the third hunt was U.S. Mint, and it was, of course, way more coins in, in the sand. You right. know, because... If I'm gonna if I'm gonna drive three hours, I want it to be worth my time. If I'm paying 140 bucks, I want to at least try to have try to make back what I can of what I put into it. But I'm not always. I don't always do that. Right. It doesn't mean it always time. happens. But hey, you know, no. if, if you can find what you put out for your your entry your your registration fee, if you can find that in silver, I'd say you're doing great. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I know that one guy with the halves, I, re- I really wish I remembered his name. This guy was killing it. I was just, I was just watching him. And I was just, I, I mean, I'm watching him and seeing what he's doing. I, he must have been doing it for a long time that way because I tried to do that at a hunt. And I was like, I missed more than I got. And had I just not <laughs> tried, it, tried it then. I probably would have fared a little bit more better, but I did at least make my money back from going to the hunt. And that, that's all I really care about. But, you know, it's also fun, though, right? We try to oh, make yeah. it a fun experience for people. Yeah. Um, you know, we try to have, you know, we banter with each other. Me and Steve are very good with the Jerry Lewis, Dean Martin routine. Uh, a lot of people thought we were serious, but, you know, <laughs> of course, you know, we had to tell them we weren't. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we just try to make it a lot of fun and we try to get the people involved. That's why we make the bags noticeable. We put all the token prizes out. You can see everything, nothing. I mean, that's nothing new, but here it is on the table. You can walk, you want to feel it, touch it, smell it, lick it, knock yourself out. That's, right. You know, whatever you got to do, but this is, this is what it's about. And in case and, people uh, are wondering, is there a cutoff to registration? No. Oh yeah. Okay. So the cutoff would be the twenty uh, eighth of September. Oh, because wow. I'll be honest. So we're well. We're going to have. We already have. We we are going to have that amount of coins that stated on that on that uh, flyer on the. Uh, the thank you. I can't even think of the word. Yeah. So we're going to have fifty five hundred targets. Whether you're, it's a hundred people coming or 120 people coming, or 75 people coming. You're going to have the 5,500 targets in there because that's what we promised. That's what you're going to have. So I want to leave it open as long as I can to let those who last minute want to get in so it doesn't I could I could leave it till the 29th, right, because it doesn't matter. As long as I have 
the people coming, that's still going to be in the ground regardless. Right? My right. thing is to get the people to come. So I also did a thing that if we did 125 people, one person of the 126th person that signs up, one of those 126 people are going to get their money back. Very cool. So, right. So we're limiting it to 150. Reality will probably get 120, 125, right? I like to get 150. I mean, I'm just a realist. But I felt that if we get at least 125, that, that to me is, is cool and I want to give back more so. So let's, let's pick somebody from the 125 people to get their money back. Very nice. And if we get to that point, is this something where you're going to do like, uh, a random draw and do a go live on the IMDA page or? It'll be a go live on the IMDA page, okay. or I could have uh, I could go on the Josh Kimmel Beyond Sight and Sound, and uh, we could do it live that way. Which, by the way, <coughs> we could do that. Uh, if you sure, I could send you copies of of the list, so you could be my like uh, like the like keeping me honest guy. I forgot what they call that, like my fact checker guy. And then I could do it here, and then you could look at the name, and you could call out the name by the number. Because ah. you'll have the numbers as well as I will, right? There you go. Well, hey, it sounds a whole lot better than having Facebook's independent third-party fact-checkers do it. Yeah. yeah. And then you get a fight them to put your own video up. I don't, I don't understand that, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, um, I, don't, I don't get it. Do so I do not... have a question, though. For you, sir. Uh oh. Uh, yeah. So I think it was, was it uh, the beginning of April? On one of your podcasts, we uh, we promised to, or I did, that IMDA would donate a silver round. Uh, you were having contests, and I wasn't notified if anybody won that. Yes, we were doing contests, and yes, you did say that uh, IMDA was going to make a very generous donation of, uh, I believe it was a, a one-ounce silver round or one-ounce silver bar or something like that, and uh, we have not given that away yet. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump out here on a limb real quick, and I'm going to ask, on your control panel, do you have how many people are, are in the chat room right now? Uh, actually, by this point, I don't even have my chat up, and oh, okay. it looks... Dennis, you didn't win yet. <laughs> and it looks like, by this point, my chat has locked up. Okay. So, I have no idea how many people are in the chat. Okay. So, let me, um, hmm. But do you have that opportunity to do that? Like, is it something that shows up on your like on your screen, like how many people are there, like like number 17 is uh, D.A. Frank, and number 19 is Jason Weir? No, not Something normally. Like... No, okay. No, not well, normally. We're going to have to figure out a way. Well? I thought maybe we could we could do it right now, but I can't give people a number because they're Every, these chats are flying through, <laughs> and I can't write all the names down. And right. It's just... <laughs> yeah. yeah it 
it's a little tough. And in the past, we have tried this whole, uh, you know, let people guess a number. But you think the chat's flying now. You tell them to guess a number, and good Lord, it's a ticker tape. <laughs> good night. I mean, good we broccoli, uh, literally, it has shut the broadcast down in the past where people will be sitting there guessing numbers, the chat's flying, and all of a sudden people start getting a message saying, this broadcast is currently unavailable. And wow. we haven't we haven't went anywhere, but the I don't know Spreaker or the powers to be or whatever. We're like, okay, slow down, people. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. But I'm well, sure we that uh, we can. Genius. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure we can set up something here soon and get that given away. I mean, people people always like to win a little something. Some something never hurts anybody. Hey, if it's free, it's for me, right? Yeah, exactly, and and they don't, uh, you know, sometimes they don't know when it's coming. That's why it pays to follow the show. That's right. You just never know. I mean, we even did, uh, I think it might have been the first live show after DTH. Uh, we did just an impromptu giveaway on there, and, and I told him, I said, look, I posted up some photos, but there was a very distinct photo of a license plate. What did that license plate say? And the first person to call in and tell me, they get themselves a prize. And I want to say, I believe Ian Aiken won. So people That's were cool. actually paying attention to the photos. Which, That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I I thought that was pretty cool. Because I, I always get a kick out of it when I post up some of these photos. Because I have to chuckled to myself and go, gee, I wonder what people would think if they realized that the person taking these pictures can't even see what he's doing. <laughs> but you do a good job. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you knew me You you knew me by smell. I mean, I got to give that to you. That's pretty good. Well, you know, you can't miss that voice. <laughs> and, you know, uh, you you uh you stand out in the crowd. You you stand your head and shoulders above others. Oh, you think so? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I mean, who was somebody was telling maybe it was Chuck. Uh would have been uh on Wednesday's episode, I think. We were talking about the Alaska trip and how Alan was going, and he's like, yep, and we're waiting to see, you know, Big John's thinking about it, and it's like, well, yeah. you know, since you put it that way, there's only one person that I can think of right off the top of my head that fits that bill. <laughs> yeah, but did he mean tall or mean, like, fat or big bones, right? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I, I really want to go to that now that you bring it up. I think I'm going to have everybody just... just Smash my wife with the, with messages on Facebook to let me go. Except Ohio Royal Hunter, he'll tell her to let me make me stay home because I know him. He'll be uh, <laughs> he'll do it just to do it. I bet. Yeah, you you got watch, Bill. We were uh, actually we were recently talking about a small group hunt for Beyond Sight and Sound listeners, and I had told him I said, you know, I see a number of people at these events and you know don't get me wrong it, it's it's cool to meet up with everybody and and likewise the same for them and everything 
and said, but a lot of people are like, you know, one of these days I'm going to meet that Ohio relic hunter. I said, so, you know, we do this small group hunt for Beyond Sight and Sound listeners. There's probably going to be a number of people looking to meet you, but, you know, half of the property is wooded. So just in true Sasquatch fashion, you'll be in your own environment. I was just going to say, oh, that's funny. I was just going to say that. That's yep. funny. I was like, oh, yeah. you know, just in case you get to feeling a little nervous, you can always duck into the woods for a while and, you know, it'll nothing to fear. It'll just be another Bigfoot sighting in Ohio. That's all. Yeah, just throw him a Coors and a, or a, what is it? What does he drink? Miller Lite? Or is he a Budweiser guy? Uh... You know, I honestly, I can't recall right off the top of my head. I know he can certainly put it in the chat, though, because he's got one in his hand right now, I would think. He he usually does during the show. But that's the way it goes. He's liable to... Uh, He's liable to throw some really odd name out there, though. Just mess with Milwaukee's people. best. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like that's one step up from red, white, and blue. Hey, it, as long as it works, I mean that's that's the important part, I guess. I mean, people people kind of poke poke at me every now and then because I I anymore I tend to stick with Frank's Kool Aid. I like the Arnold Palmer, the little uh, vodka. Yeah, yeah, those those aren't too bad either. Definitely, mm-hmm. not too bad at all. But you you sure can't beat that uh, that Kool Aid that that Frank makes when he's got time to. I have never had Frank's Kool Aid. Mm. Well, if if he shows up in September. Because the way it sounds, he will. Maybe he'll bring some along with him that he can share with you and let you sample. Oh, that would be awesome. Is it a <laughs> moonshine type uh, Kool-Aid or is it a uh, It's a uh, It's a rhubarb wine. Oh, really? Okay. Uh-huh. Jungle juice ripple. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you, you really, I mean... It doesn't taste like rhubarb. No, it's it's very it smooth. Just tastes like very nice. smooth, and it's one of those that you you probably just want to sip a little bit of because it's probably got the tendency to sneak up and kick somebody. Oh yeah, I used to do a long time ago. I don't know. We got off on the subject of alcohol, but uh, when I finished out my career at the army and the reserves. Uh, there was this bar and they had these watermelon shots and, uh, Oh, well, yeah. And God, I can't even tell you how many we had. And I got up to go to the restroom and I, as soon as I got up, I had to sit back down. It was, uh, uh-huh. it definitely was a, it was a sneaker for sure. Yep. yep. Watermelon, yeah. the stuff like that'll do that to you. I know we, uh, we had a gentleman with us one evening that, that he had, uh, he had consumed copious amounts of watermelon that was mixed with uh, something more than watermelon, and uh, okay, 
on on the way back home that night, he's he's in the back seat and we're trying to keep him alert and keep him talking and everything so he he doesn't just crash out back there or anything. And all of a sudden he leans up and he asks us, "Did we just go through a set of curves?" Well, <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, we did. He said, okay, I just That's wanted funny. to double check. He says, because it felt like we did, but the road looked straight to me. <laughs> wow. Holy cow. Yeah. Holy cow. You got to watch that stuff. It'll sneak up and kick you in the head. Yeah, I'm sure it will. <laughs> yes, it does. And I, I've had that happen. And boy, oh boy. Yeah. You, I'm glad I was in walking distance from the base. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, I want to thank you, though, again, for allowing us to come on and uh, promote this hunt. Hey, and I no hope problem. I hope we get 150, but I hopefully you'll be there. And that is uh, September but, 30th. Yeah. So we're hoping for good weather. Uh, and, of course, you know, this is a rain or shine event, unless it's a torrential downpour. And we'll try to wait it out because it is September and it's Chicago, or Chicago weather, I should say. Right. Um, yeah. But next year, uh, looking ahead already, um, we're looking at a, it was a campsite. It's, it was a farm first, and then it was a campsite, um, like some kind of, I think it was a Boy Scout camp or something like that in the 20s. And then it just became like a park, uh, another campground. Yeah. And this is a, yeah. I think we talked to you about that before. I think uh-huh. Alan yeah, Alan that. Alan's got quite a few of the details on that. I think, and that's that's why I've been telling people, you know, just keep listening, keep following, because it doesn't just stop here, and it only gets better. Yeah, for sure, and I, you know, I hope it does. I, you know, and uh, it's you know, being the 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 band in charge, it, it's it's a little nerve wracking. I mean, I know things come together, but. If you didn't worry, you didn't care. You know, right. And that's where I'm at, uh, you know. Yeah, so, exactly. But again, I want to thank you guys and the, the, the listeners and all that and the people being very kind to me and not telling me to shut up and get off the, get off the air in the <laughs> chat room. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, again, thank you and, and Chuck for allowing us to come on. Uh, maybe we'll come on once before just as a reminder, and then we'll figure something out for that. Uh, just for a little bit, it's like a little little spot, and then we could do that uh, silver giveaway. I want yeah. I want to keep my 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 word on that because you know it's all you got now. Uh, so yeah, again, thank you very much. I appreciate it immensely. Uh, Anytime, you're, you're a great guy. You're 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 a good man, Charlie Brown. Well, likewise to you, sir. We we try to do what we can to help spread the word and and promote the good events, and it's definitely a good event. Yeah, so, it is, and we're we're trying. We're trying. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Right. Pull this out. If uh, <laughs> unless you've got anything else to add, maybe we'll go ahead and and we'll drop on out no. of here too. Cool. All right. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Again, if you have any uh, questions, you could message me on Facebook. And if you're interested in coming, our flyer is on our page, Online Metal Detecting Association. It's on Beyond Sight and Sound. It's on DTH. It's on 
Central Illinois. It's on IVHRA. It's in Lower Michigan, and uh, it's on our on our, our other Facebook page, which is Chicago Dick Fest. Payments are through PayPal, and that's it. That's all I could say. Fem- friends and family option. That's it. I'm done. Wow, September 30th, and it it is definitely going to be a grand time. I'm sure. Definitely a good time for all. So we've had Chuck on, we've had Alan on. Hopefully he's uh, not ran into any issues there, you know, transporting Hoffa. And uh, <laughs> and then, obviously, John Ramoska from the uh, IMDA as well. Hang in there with me, John, and we'll get out of here. For everyone else, obviously, John Ramoska, Alan Landau, Illinois Metal Detecting Association, talking Chicago Dig Fest 2. Occurring September 30th, 2023. Have a wonderful evening, folks. We're out of here.